Welcome back to the Nick and Liquor Show. This is episode five. Before we start, please don't forget to share, like, subscribe to our content on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at the Nick and Liquor Show. Today, we're going to do a recap about the latest playoff games with my man BB, who today we all have to feel bad for. He's been through a lot. Let's take it easy on him. I won't. Let's go. Bibi, keep a Habibi. Solid. What's up, Baze? The word that comes to mind is solid. Let's get right into it. The Knicks really got pushed around, got beaten up, got outplayed. Uh, even though they hit shots, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. So I, I want to take you way back, Lisha, at the Petwajja. She. At the Petwajja, I'm allowed to eat. Obviously, there are lower seeds. Tennessee, there's history here with these teams. Everyone thinks, you know, there's fights or whatever, but it's more than that for me, at least. For me, I grew up with two brothers, my older brother, younger brother. My older brother, obviously, we used to play a lot of basketball together, and it took me a while to beat him. Because once I beat him, I never lost. But he loved Alonzo Mourning, and I hated that fuck. I hated Alonzo Mourning so much. And they were tough. Um, everybody remembers the Knicks, Ewing, Starks, um, you know, those teams, those older 93 and before team. And everyone remembers the Canby, Sprewell, Houston team, right? When Ewing was an afterthought. There was one season base where they collided, where Starks was actually on Houston's backup. Starks became the sixth man. Ewing was still young. The Knicks were up 3-1 and on their way to play the Bulls again in 1997. And then the fight happened. Um, it wasn't really a fight. P.J. Brown, the bitch, threw Charlie Ward, who's like the nicest guy. Basically, Hulk Hogan his ass into the ground. Um, Ewing, Houston, Starks, and Larry Johnson got off the bench. They suspended P.J. Brown and Ezemishkartan Jamal Mashburn. And then they gave the Knicks the choice to either suspend all of them for one game, talking Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, Alan Houston, and John Starks. You're, you're talking about three starters and one sixth man of the year for one game or spread it out. And Charlie Ward as well, by the way. Charlie Ward was the starter, if you remember. Charles was the backup. The Knicks decided to keep Starks and Ewing for game seven, or Houston and Ewing. Anyways, it was a stupid decision. They ended up spreading it out. The Heat won by five, game six. They won, I think, by seven, game seven, if my memory serves me correctly. That really hurt, because you remember the Knicks were close. Let's be honest, the Knicks were clo the closest to beat MJ. They took him to seven. No one else really took him to seven. No one else really pushed his buttons like the Knicks. Okay, he won. But still, the Knicks were there. So that's why 
this fuck Randall, who says, oh, I don't know, maybe they wanted it more than us, can go fuck himself. Or maybe he's too young. So Randall had a good shooting game. Six turnovers, two of them offensive fouls. The Knicks had eight turnovers in the first quarter. Randall did not close out on Kevin Love. Alabari from Heat, by the way, respect the Heat, or Coach Spolster, who's a master, who in my opinion is probably the best coach in the NBA right now. He, he can't close out on Kevin Love, who Kevin Love, I mean, I don't know who, Rod Strickland, or Speedy Claxton, Alan Iverson. Flashy Magic Johnson passes. Martin, like he's, uh, like he's Jimmy Butler. So Randall is to blame. And uh, it was just disgusting, base. They could still win, but they could still come back. I mean, they have the advantage of home court. They have to win game six, game five. Game six will be a tough really tough stretch because let's face it the Heat are a better team they shoot better they play well together they have a better star but I think you know Obi deserves a chance I think and I think one more thing before I take your opinion because I could rant on for hours is that with the with the injury of Emmanuel quickly minutes, that's like 15 points out of the way the only answer is Derrick Rose. And that's the McBride. I love McBride. There's only Derrick Rose. You have nothing to lose. Give him a shot. I had 15 points, Derrick Rose. He might not play the best defense, but you know what? Rose is gonna, gonna demand some, some attention. So rebounds, hustle plays, and a kid, I'm not making excuses, but there were horrible calls. Horrible calls. And if you have to, Suffered a foul of heart. He wasn't even there. Tibbs didn't use the challenge because he already used it the first time. Anyways, base. I think it's a long shot. I think it's like a 10% or 7% chance. But one can hope. Bring it on. I know I've had almost 24 hours to process it. It's a hour bonus. After a game. Can I the meeting? Talking about uh, the derivatives. So... But I'll say, so bring it on. Okay. I can handle it. So, Fatah Hadith, our she, Saha. Heidi, our she, after every loss, Heidi, nominal. Sahten. Tanishi, like, the sooner you accept that the series is over, the better you'll be able to handle it when it is actually over. And let me be very, Yani, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the best analogy. Let's start Do you agree with me in the Cavs in terms of talent, more talented than New York? Yeah, I, I, can, yeah. I can agree yes. to that. But they were not ready for the playoffs yet. And from what Randall has said now, it clearly shows they're not ready for round two. And they're not ready for a team that's been to the finals just three years ago. He's not no, ready. I don't Ooh, think so. he's the bitch. No, I don't think so. Hey, they're not ready, basically. You're right. Young. They're young. They're young. They're, they're not young. ready. They're playing against an experienced team, not as talented, 
but definitely more hungry, definitely more aggressive, definitely willing to fight for possession after possession after possession. Then they know not to jack up threes. And this is why, let me explain something to you and make your life. Even if somehow the Knicks win the next two games, there is no way in hell they're winning game seven. So the sooner okay. the easier it's going to be when you eventually lose the series. Whether it's in five oh, no, or in seven. I'm, I'm, I'm realistic at this point. Eh. 3-1, you know. Unless, unless there's injuries, unless uh, Jimmy or or Struess, because he's more, or uh, Adebayo go, go down, eh, okay, then you have a shot, Akid. But in all things considered equal, Hello. it's over. Okay, it's... Most likely, I agree with you, but I'm going to reference my team, Shabib Sur, Shahat Shabib Sur, my team that I've been coaching for eight years. There's one time we're down 24 with um, four minutes left in the third. Okay. And I said, guys, can you bring it down to 15? They were like pissed. They're like, oh, wait, wait, you're down 24. I was like, guys, you got four minutes. Can you give me a 9-0 run? Or how about an 11-2 run? Can you do that? They said, yeah, we could do that. They got a 13-0 run. We ended up winning the game by one. So my point is, it's all about just as a coach, what Tibbs has to do, what she needs to adjust. You can't just wait things to change just by keeping the lineup the same a lot of things you can do he can go small he can go big but what i'm saying is it's all about the next game they're playing in new york they haven't lost they only have one blowout if they win that game game six is the big game base which i agree with you will be hard for them to win Anyways, about, enough about the Knicks. And I think let's go and talk about a very interesting offensive uh, series, which is the Suns and Nuggets. Lots of scoring, lots of, you know, the stars have come out. Shushay's base. What do you think is going to happen? Series very is, exciting. Is, uh... One of two very interesting series uh, currently happening in uh, It looked after the first two games, and you know, Denver are in control. Uh, uh, they are a deeper team, more more chemistry. Uh, they've been there before together. Uh, it looked like you know uh, Phoenix. يعني, they need more more depth in their, on their bench. They need more time. My KD. But what nobody expected was that one can argue Devin Booker is currently the best basketball player in the playoffs in 2023. Let me give you this. In nine games in the playoffs, first round and uh, four games in the second round, only once did he shoot less than 50%, and that was 48%. 
تو جيمز شايط اكثر من 60% تو جيمز غيرهم شايط اكثر من 70% اند ون جيم شايط اكثر من 80% وات هي از دوينج اون ذا اوفنسيف سايد اوف ذا بول I don't know if I, 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 I don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I don't know if anyone has ever done it. Yimkin Wilt maybe has done numbers like this before, but nobody from the, from the new era that we know of that, that we talk about, like the goats and, and, and the, the greats. Nobody has ever done anything like, I've never seen anything like this before. Is it sustainable? Is it going to continue? I don't know, but it has been a joy to watch. Fazia. Fazia. <laughs> He's amazing. He's uh, he's hungry. He's aggressive, looking to score. I've never seen KD defer so much. And the Kung Fu pick and roll, and they defer. And I next to Shwai came in on the Nuggets and how amazing they are as a team, as a balanced team, and how they're hiding Jokic. There's some interesting defensive stuff they're doing. Jokic is doing a very good job of coming up on the pick and roll, and then they have... Gordon or KCP zoning the, the corner three and the baseline. Respect to the Nuggets because the Suns are barely one. But I'm going to keep it simple here. Uh, and I think you may agree with me. You know, there is one X factor in this series and it's going to decide the series. And this is the combination of Shamit, Craig, Campaign, what's his name? The defender, Okoro. Isaac Okoro. The really good defender that can't shoot. Okogi. Okogi. Yeah, Kogi. Landale and these guys. You know, if these guys can play, they're going to win the series. But Mabarif, I think the Nuggets are more balanced. I see a long series. And I think the Joker is is just amazing. And I think they will pull out. And I think Aaron Gordon has been doing amazing. Last thing just to say, I think it was episode three, Mkin. Something missing. Uh, we can't put our finger on it about Denver. No, you can't bet money and they're going to win it. <clears throat> that soundbite about Jokic on the bench saying there's only two, there's only two of them and we can't stop them. Yeah. That soundbite, I think, says yeah. it all about we can't put stock in them. Uh, going all the way. Ma'anu they're loaded, Ma'anu yeah, they're but they still have not been able to figure. We shouldn't upset she because then the KD and Booker are not upset she, but no, literally just two offensive people, and because through, they're not able to figure it out. But based on, I kind of, I kind of regret what we said. Jamal Murray the next night went one berserk. But Jamal Murray is amazing. But hey, Nick, I think the Nuggets will blow it up as though they don't get to the finals. I think it's only fair, and they have the pieces, but this is their best Absolutely. team yet. Okay. By so, far, by far. Yeah. What do you What do you have? What's your? Are you? I th- you don't uh, know. I know. I'm mean, gonna. I picked Phoenix. I'm gonna stick with it. Uh, Jokic has been incredible, beyond incredible. Fazia, uh, but I don't know. KD is is the most experienced out of everybody. Uh, Booker seems ready. I think I think they uh, they they sneak it out in seven. I picked Phoenix, but I I, I changed to Nuggets in seven. Let's go to a very uh, very close series as well, Celtics Sixers, which we saw an amazing game for went to overtime. Um, 
I think the the Sixer stars are a little lazy, and I think PJ Tucker was very interesting and powerful in how he approached the game as a leader. And instead of being out 36 minutes, two shots, he must be doing something right. We hit a big shot. Harden with the big shots. Green needs the ball more. Tatum was huge defensively and offensively. You know, it was uh, it was a very intense game, and I think the Celtics will take it plus in seven. Uh, but still, it's it's a really it's it's a showdown of stars. So, Shishvit VR real quick. Um, I think it's start, stars versus stars. Yeah. So this to me is the other uh, interesting series because yeah, it went. I know personally, I went through like a roller coaster ride of of emotions with this with this series. First game, Embiid is out, and somehow Harden goes off for 45. And now we're thinking to ourselves, okay, Embiid will come back, and it's over. Philly's, it's, this is Philly's series. Boston win game two, expected at Boston. Come back for game three with Embiid, healthy. And he played, he played game two to get ready for game three. They Embiid not to win the game, Embiid to get into game shape and and uh, game speed. Just one last question about Philly. What did you think about Missoula not taking a timeout at the end of regulation? And then again at the end of overtime, Marcus Smart didn't get a shot off. The first shot was good, Smart was wide open in the regulation. The second shot, Hatta, was, it was too late. Tatum actually also could have made a layup. Some some coaches like to they trust the, the players and we have plays already drawn up and they know them and they don't you know, and they don't want to see the defensive schemes it players and stuff. They got the shot off and it went on it went in. It was literally like she point three point four seconds too late. <laughs> so yeah uh, and personally, as 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 like if, yeah. if I was a player or if I was a coach, I would I would call a timeout. But you know, it's not. Man, no shigarib, man, no shigarib, and no coach decides. Not. Akid, I would call a timeout. It's it's a huge game. They can go up three one. That base, Oshie, congratulations on a huge win. Lakers took the commanding three one lead. I have a lot to say about this, but I want to hear what. Uh, the number one fan has it's to say. It's extremely imp- impressive. I'll explain to you why it's extremely impressive. It's extremely impressive because to me, AD had a bad game. It's extremely impressive because LeBron continues to shoot worse than I would in threes. It's extremely impressive because we hit 20 out of 20 free throws. It's extremely impressive because Lonnie Walker, who was forgotten on the bench and for reasons totally out of his control, yeah. Lonnie Walker with an Zucker and Lucan started on the team and he was the third scoring option and sometimes led in scoring. I had him in fantasy team base. And in December, he goes down with injuries. And by the time he comes back from the injuries, Kenosaro trades. Lamasaro trades. The difference between Lonnie Walker and, and Troy Brown is Troy Brown is slightly better defensively, but way worse offensively. Lonnie Walker is a great offensive player. Like he led, he, he was leading the Lakers in threes made and percentage before he went down in injuries. So the guy's a baller and he's a triple threat scorer, yeah, threes, slasher, and mid range. 
Skywalker. That his nickname is Skywalker. So he's a high flyer. So Horn hats off to Ham. Uh, Coach Ham yeah. saw something in garbage time of game two that made him take a risk on him in game three and now in game four. Huge game. AD had, uh, yeah. AD had potentially a fantastic game by halftime. After halftime, it ended up being a bad game. So this is great news for me because if we continue the trend of good game, bad game, good game, bad game, he just had his bad game. So next game, he's going to have his good game. Although I called it in six, it looks like it's going to be max in six. Five is very on the table. Respect to him. Talk shit about him. He took the risk. He's playing against the master in Steve Kerr, who also made some adjustments that worked out quite well. Akrut Kerr, hot, what's his name? Gary Payton, the, the mini glove on D'Lo, and he, he neutralized them. And you beat a masterful, full performance by Chef Curry. 14 assists. Gil assist Alam and Daniel. He was amazing, even though his shot wasn't going so well. But I know I, I relished the, the moment between LeBron and Steph. Steph scoring, LeBron scored. We may never see that again. It was it was beautiful to see. Or uh, Green made two huge dumb plays. One of them was they were down one with the offensive rebound. Can I miss Roder? That's Sunday. Can we play hot dog? Then yeah, okay, better Steph Curry. Then yeah, he just threw it. Uh, he just had a really horrible turnover. I think he had five turnovers in the game. Anyways, uh, you need to be careful. I don't know. These are the champs. And Clay Thompson said it after the game. We made history before. I think they need to do their best to win Game Five. They need to, you know, step on their necks. Mayerhabu, game six is a game seven. Hey, did. I think LeBron knows that. But then I have one more thing to say. You know, maybe Ham is the best choice for the Lakers because they have the coach. He's the coach. And Ham is a perfect okay. player's coach so, that, you know, has made okay. the right adjustments. Uh, first thing, but like, I wish you a huge adjustment to Lama Ham. Although he played uh, today morning nine players effectively, but and realistically, he only played seven. Lano, two of the players were uh, Gabriel, he played two minutes, or Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, who was the primary defender on Steph, played only 11 minutes this game. The reason I think he did this, look at this. Yeah. Apart from yeah. game two, which was a blowout for, for Golden State, Steph shot 41.7% in game one, 42.8% in game three, and 40% in game four. No, so that's what you're saying? Exactly. We have good defenders. Let the guy eat. We have yeah. good defenders that will make it will be, will make it efficiently harder on on uh, Steph. Shiel Vando, who's a liability on offense. And that's why you have Andak uh, Austin Reeves, Schroeder, and Lonnie Walker at the same time, Hattadilo in, in one of them. So you're offensively yeah. much more potent. The adjustment that Kerr did that affected AD's defensive stats, Lano AD for the first game in the playoffs, Majeb Wella block, 
zero blocks, but he did alter an in, insane amount of shots, including two late uh, shots by Steph, one mid-range and one three that could have tied or won the game. AD was all over that. But the adjustment that Kerr did, putting AD in the high pick and roll, hey, although it was extremely effective and uh, Golden State were getting layups, Yamin, Shmel, all throughout uh, the first two and a half away from the rim. But the problem is this, I think. The problem is this. No, 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 no. This is Golden State playing not their style of basketball. This is Clay not getting enough shots to be in rhythm at some point. And this is when he took so, two, two very very wrong and, and way off shots. Maybe but, that's why he took those really bad long absolutely. shots. You're right, it's absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. So although the adjustment worked in theory, and they were getting easy buckets, but they were getting two points, which we were easily getting back. And they were not getting in rhythm. So if he, and Kerr, knowing Kerr, he's going to stick with the same game plan and it worked. So he's going to have Gary Payton again starting and he will do the same play again and the same strategy again. But I think this plays in our favor more than it does for theirs. I think Kerr's smarter than that. It's a very good point. They love the handoffs, the split screen action instead of the ball handling. Base, uh, there's one stat, by the way, that LeBron's very close to. Do you know what it is? No. Triple doubles. Oh, magic. Hello? He he he's two. He's two away from magic in the playoffs. Yeah, but I don't see it happening. Like I said before, I don't I don't see him getting triple doubles. Maybe. Uh, like I said, I think it's very risky. I think they have to take it very seriously. Nothing's over. Hello. I'm talking on three one. Knicks heat. Okay, uh, it's over. Hey, be best. I wouldn't. You know. Best. Don't play you know, the champions is a different is a different I agree. I agree. It's a different argument Ma, between Ma the two teams. Ula, it's over, no 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 no. I'm telling Ma you it's over from, from a basketball uh, perspective, from, from X's and O's perspective. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. On Knicks, most likely it's over. But Warriors, you can't say these words. Of course I can. I did. At, at Watch this... me. It's over. Mark it down. Habarjik. <laughs> Book <laughs> As a game seven, you're confident? Of course. Anna, I believe <laughs> top to bottom, we have the better team. Yeah, maybe. More depth, probably. More but depth, better defense. And we have the most dominant player. We have the most dominant player. We have the most as we have been seeing. Let's see. Let's talk about it next episode. In Kusum of the conference finals, hopefully. We'll be back and next uh, episode. Kameno. We'll talk more about what is going on in the playoffs or what happened and our uh, predictions. Bibi, great episode, bro. As usual. Thanks, Base. And just a few things that were on YouTube, Nicolaker Show, Instagram. And now, for our audio listeners, we're going to be on Spotify starting tomorrow. So. Enjoy, comments, um, like, subscribe. Thank you guys. Thank you, base. Thank you, Peace, bro. Peace, bro.